You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Draft Season Podcast, part of the PackNet Podcast Network. Jake Shavink here with you guys on this lovely Friday. And we are obviously in the offseason truly now. Um, we talked a little bit on Monday about some, some fits and just, you know, what the Packers could do to throw some punches a little bit more on the offensive side of the football and just you know how to build potentially around Jordan Love or whether or not it's going to be Aaron Rodgers next year there's obviously still a lot to figure out in that department so yeah let's do the fun thing though um and kind of lead into what Friday is going to be Mason will be back next week first of all uh we've got a couple shows for you on Monday and Friday those will be good we're finally going to get to running backs next week I promise we're actually recording uh tomorrow as of the time you're listening to this so we're getting that done promise uh but today we're going to go through some packers four round mock drafts we're not going to go all seven we're gonna get to a lot more prospects just so you guys feel comfortable with like who's pat who are like packer fits who isn't like and we'll go through a lot of that and then we'll get into some like full mock drafts when we get a little bit closer uh to the cycle when you know free agency is done and so that's something i think we want to certainly cover in depth but today we've got three different scenarios for you guys the first one we're going to do in the four round mock draft i'm going to use the nfl mock draft database simulator i'm not going to move i'm going to place the restriction on myself not to trade back or trade up or anything like that we're just going to pick four players straight up uh let the simulator do some work for us hopefully it goes okay and we don't have bryce young cj stroud and guys like that fall to us but we'll see how that goes. Then I'm going to head over to the PFF simulator. I'm going to trade Aaron Rodgers to Vegas. We're going to go through that mock draft. I can maneuver then any way I want over there. I'm going to lift the restriction up because now we've got more picks in the first round to move around with. And I'm going to let kind of let it go as it as it be. actually no, no. We're, I'm switch it up. The Raiders won since I think I'm going to get better compensation from them. I also cannot trade. So we'll pick from that perspective. And then the third mock uh, on PFF as well, we're going to trade with the Jets. Supposedly that's going to be less compensation as I've kind of gone through this and offered trades before. Like it's usually less compensation than what the Raiders offer. So we'll see how that goes and I will be able to trade in that one and we'll kind of maneuver around the board and, and see. So PFF obviously uses their board. So there are guys that are like lower that you would maybe expect the NFL mock draft database simulator. It's really based on how the mock drafts are looking. Big boards are factored in a little bit, but not completely. So we're going to have a lot of control over the board though. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's um, let's start here. We'll go with the uh, NFL mock draft database simulator. We've got picks 15, 45, 78, and 116. No trades. 
The simulator has begun. Yes, we've already got some. No, actually, this is pretty good. Uh, yeah, this is about what I expected. Okay. So right away, we're getting trade offers. Um, I don't know why from Tennessee. You should have picked your quarterback if you wanted him. So three quarterbacks go off the board. Richardson's still here at 15. Um, I'm just going to be honest. I think that the Packers are going to be very interested in Anthony Richardson, especially, I mean, especially if, if they trade Aaron Rodgers away. I think Brian Gutekunst is going to do work on the quarterbacks, even with Jordan Love now entering his fourth season, right? So I think there, there are going to be some interest in the quarterbacks, especially Will Levis, you know, and Anthony Richardson, big-armed, strong quarterbacks, you know, who have the frame, who have the mobility, who have the toughness, who, who can fling the deep ball like they – Richardson throws with great anticipation. We talked about Levis building consistency, but I also think he operates the quick game, you know, finding holes in zone, anticipating those underneath and in the, in the little bit more intermediate area. But I think either one of those are going to be options. Uh, Richardson's available here, but I'm not going to pick Richardson. So for me, um, let's see. How do we want to do this to start? It, I'm not going to pick tight end. I will say, I thought, at least not in this one. I've got four picks to work with. I'm not picking the tight end early. The, the class is just too deep. Bijan Robinson is available. I'm not going to pick Bijan Robinson. Don't worry. We're fine. I think what I'm going to do, just because I I like the idea of this, it's a premium position. I'm not going to go receiver either. I'm going to take, since he's here, and I think he could potentially be here, I think there's you know talk about offensive linemen being gone within the first 14 picks. I think that's certainly possible. Um, I think Skaronsky and Broderick Jones will be off the board. They are here. So Paris Johnson is still here at 11 as the 11th overall player, I should say on the, on the, on the board. Um, like I said, Bijan Mayer, Smith and Jigba, Lucas Van Ness has been a very popular selection. I'm not going to make it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Paris Johnson. Unfortunately, Brian Branch isn't here. That would definitely be a pick for me at, at 15, I think. Based on, honestly, I, I fresh watched him today. I, I got more games done, and I feel a little more confident about him, him and Christopher Smith as guys who the Packers should definitely target at safety. But I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr. here. Let, let's talk about Paris Johnson Jr. really quick. I, you, you see the vision with him being a lot of analysts' top overall tackle. I think you just see the athleticism he oozes the quicks, the linear explosiveness, right? He is a really strong zone blocker. He can reach block with ease. He can turn guys in the backside of the play outside when he needs to. You know, he's going to be able to, you know, in a gap scheme, he's going to create those openings as well by turning guys out, moving guys in, like, you know, we able to cut guys off. Second level landmarks are really, really good in zone blocking. Like, and he's got the athleticism, foot speed, and when he can latch on and reset his hands, you know, he's a problem uh, against, um, defensive linemen that are trying to pressure the quarterback it's when he gets a little bit out over the skis when he lunges with two hands he doesn't keep his hands independent of each other that I, that i'm worried about him a little bit but i'm going to take him here at, at pick 15 i think that's really really nice value especially so we're seeing some guys go hyatt and smith and jigbar off you know you see Bijan go to philly of course uh yeah some tackles definitely coming off the board here especially um okay we're at pick 45. We got a lot of offers. We're not going to take any of said offers. Yeah, this is pretty easy for me. There are three tight ends here staring me in the face. Uh, receiver looks okay. Keishan Booty is interesting here, but I think the character stuff, if you if you don't follow Dane Brugler, 
Uh, he released the top 100 recently. Butte was not on it. Uh, even as talented as he is, the acceleration, good hands, you know, the ability to gear down. I think he's a really talented player. But there's definitely concerns, and, and it's been discussed a little bit. We'll probably hear a lot more uh, when the combine rolls around. There's still some receivers here that I'm comfortable taking a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, we're going to make our focus, I think. Yeah, we're going to make our focus tight end here. I Between three guys, um, Kincaid, Darnell Washington, and Luke Musgrave, all here. I have a feeling one of those three probably won't be available at 45. And I actually think it might be Luke Musgrave. I think the the height, weight, speed, what he's going to run at the combine is going to be freakish. Um, and he's a pretty good blocker. Like, we didn't see a lot from him, but, like, the production was there in two games this season. Right? So I think he'll probably be off the board. So I'm going to leave him. Uh, I'm going to take, in this one, I'm going to take Dalton Kincaid here at 45. I just love the rare quicks that he provides uh, in the in the passing game, he's a really good route runner. He's going to be able to get in and out of breaks really smooth, but also, you know, staying tight on his line, you know, working back the ball, whatever it may be. Good speed to get up the seam, great hands, good catch radius, great body control. And, you know, I think he has good straight line speed as well. And so I think the full package is a receiving tight end. I think he can at least help you out a little bit in the blocking department. So I, I think I feel comfortable going with Kincaid here. There's a there's a defensive lineman I like a lot at this spot, but I, I know I'm not going to get him, but I'm going to take Kincaid here at 45. Wait for the simulator to go. Oh, nice. Detroit got Detroit got uh, Darnell Washington. That's really nice. The Bears got Rasheed Rice. Mm, some interesting ones. Raiders got uh, Hendon Hooker. Ooh, Miami took a guy I would really have liked here at 78. Right in front of us. Dang it. Um, okay. So let's talk about pick 78 here. Yeah, okay, this is going to be pretty easy, and, and I'll be taking this guy a lot in mocks. I, I love where this has gone so far. Uh, th this is a no-brainer. I, I would love to t tackle edge potentially here. I think there's some some work to be done along the defensive line. I don't love what I see here on the defensive line. There's one player I think who could be the nose tackle one tech, but not sure I want to take him here at 78. Um and that's the thing, I think, with when you look at defensive tackle for the Packers, right? I think if if they're really going to stick to the five-man fronts, I think you should be looking nose tackle. You should be looking the big, big dudes on the, along the defensive line, not the pass-rushing three techs. They clearly believe Wyatt can do that. They clear, they, We know Kenny Clark can do that, right? they got to find the anchor in the middle. And so I think it's one of two guys early. I'm going to pick one of them, hopefully, uh, when we get to these other mock drafts. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that then. Um but, yeah, I'm going to go Christopher Smith here. Safety out of Georgia. Easy selection for me. I just think that when you look at, oh, who is the most Packer safety in this draft? It is definitely Christopher Smith. Like, I think just the way he just reads things out top to bottom, he can drop into windows and be the robber in coverage. Got good route recognition skills, you know. Plays physical ball, can fly down and run the alleyway in the run game. You know, pretty good tackler. Doesn't have elite stopping power as a tackler. But, like, overall, like, you, you see him be able to be reliable in that area. I think he can operate in the box. You've seen him. I think he, he's got pretty decent straight line speed. He needs a good combine if, he, if he's going to run faster. I, I feel like he can do that. 
Uh, but for me, yeah, it's a lot of the route recognition stuff, you know, ability to create turnovers. You know, we had a couple big interceptions this year at a really nice one against Oregon. Disruptive at the catch point when he's there. And he had a nice forced fumble in the national title game against TCU. So he's all over the place. He's making plays. You know, he's a, he's a really smart player. Really smart player, I think, for the back end. So I, I want him in Green Bay for sure. That's one of my guys. Okay, pick 116 here to finish this mock draft out. Yeah, I'm thinking... Obviously, we're not going to go back-to-back safeties. My only question is, yeah, I, I, I kind of like what I see in terms of edge rushers here. There's some pretty good names overall. Hmm. Um. Yeah, we could go that route. Ooh, there's some nice receivers, actually, who are still here. Ooh, there are definitely receivers that the Packers would take here. Ooh, there's some good ones. Should we take receiver? Uh, defensive line. What do we have? Mm, a lot of attacking types that I don't need. I I, I think we've got... I, I want to get somebody who's going to make an impact early. So I'm, I'm not going to take edge or defensive line here. Um, I'm going to take receiver. And the player I have my eye on for the Packers, it'll be interesting if, if weight and size all come together. I think there is a chance that we see him not come in at the weight that he's listed at. And I think that would take him potentially off the Packers board. But until that happens, I think he's on it. I'm going to take Rakeem Jarrett here, uh, the receiver from Maryland. I think when you look at um, Rakeem Jarrett's game, I think it's really tailor-made to what the Packers are missing, especially if you believe Romeo Dobbs is going to be the number two, you know, the more route-running type player who's going to attack the middle of the field well, you know, run the digs, run the crossers, you know, comebacks, everything that you're going to ask him to do. And you believe Watson's the speed guy who's going to open a lot of things up. You know, you're going to have him run crossers. You're going to get him across the field. You're going to get him, you know, to the post, you know, get him vertical, get him to the ball post catch, let him make plays as a yak threat. That's great. Let's get Rakeem Jared, who can be a slot with some good speed. That does kind of eliminate, you know, the, the only thing is they might want their slot to block. And, and that kind of maybe eliminates him a little bit. But I do think... He's still a player with like the yak ability, the speed, you know, the route running chops as, as a slot receiver. You know, if they want to be more Randall Cobb like with this selection than a Alan Lazard slot player, then this is the player I think the Packers could be taking. So there you go. For this first mock draft, we got Paris Johnson, we got Dalton Kincaid, we got Christopher Smith, and we got Rakeem Jarrett. So I kind of like that. I think that would be, I think. Maybe not as Packers of a draft as I see them. There's three offensive picks to one defensive pick. I think this was just more of like me taking a look and be like, oh, yeah, I, I like a, a lot of these guys at these spots. Very much a Jake as GM type of draft. So I'll admit that. Um, but that's the first mock in the books. Obviously couldn't trade there. So not a lot of picks to acquire getting down. But we'll take a break here a little early. Uh, there's not a really a great place to take a break with with three mock drafts. Second break may be too late. Let's do this one here. Let's take a quick break and we'll get to the two PFF mocks trading with the Jets and Raiders. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view 
on all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. All right, back here with It's Always Draft Season. So we got the Raiders trading picks 7 and 38 for Aaron Rodgers. This is a nice trade. I mean, you're not getting any picks next year. So like if they if they want to split those picks up, the Raiders do and want to make sure they're all in, then, then I can understand that if they want to go, you know, 38 this year and a, and a one next year. Sure. If you want to go one this year and a two next year, that's fine. We went pick seven and 38. I think that's compensation. That's fair. I don't think we need to be trading multiple firsts I have a feeling that's not going to happen that would have happened last year for sure but not this one so believe I put the restriction on myself though no trades here so we have uh, in this mock we have seven we have 15 we have 38 we have 45 we have 78 and then we have 116 so a a good amount of picks now we're up to six here I I have a feeling when I start trading back with the Jets picks there's gonna be a lot more so let's start the draft. This one's going to move a little bit faster. So yeah, three quarterbacks off by now. I think by pick seven, that makes a lot of sense. That three would be off the board at this point. Uh, you, pr- I probably have trade offers from like, yeah, Carolina, New England, and then Arizona all the way down to 34. That's a weird trade uh, offer there. So what am I going to do at pick seven? Seven is early. Seven is, you know, let's get a pretty good player here. PFF's board is very interesting. They got Quentin Johnston pretty high, which is understandable um, based on just just the player you think he could become. I'm not going to take him here, that's for sure. At, at seven, feels too early. I just don't think we'll get to receivers, but like there might be only a, a maybe two players who will carry round one grades for me, and they're probably not even who you think they'll be. So, but we'll get to that. Um, let's, oh man. This is the point where I know uh, if I want to take Brian Branch at seven, I have to because I, I've i seen this. I think Philly would be interested at 10. I think Houston would be interested at 12. I think the Jets would be interested at 13, and I think the Patriots would be interested at 14. So that gives me uh, something to think about for sure. I'm going to take him here. I... Like I said, just did stuff on Branch. I think when you look at him, like this is a definitely a stopping power tackler, ability to click and close from off. You know, he's limiting yak coverage. He's good PBU player. He can undercut some routes when he's allowed to. I think he he has the ability to close on those and high point the ball. You know, make plays at the catch point. I think he does a good job of reading out the quarterback's eyes. He can peel off routes and make some plays. 
there's a lot to like about his game. I, is he going to be able to play the roof? I mean, Alabama got him in some situations where he played the roof, but they also had situations where they're kind of looking at like three three deep safety sets where they kind of then drop him into the into the middle of the field as as kind of a middle field hook seam defender. I, I just think in zone he's good. In man, I think he maybe not as fast as you would think he is per se, but he can close pretty quickly. Again, he got blown by by Jalen Hyatt, but almost everybody is going to get blown by uh, by him. So there is that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with him here. Like I said, I think, you know, when you look at him blitz, when you look at him, you know, play the run to the outside, I think he's strong, engaging guys, especially in the slot. He's going to get off blocks. So I, I think he's a really solid player here. Is he a roof player? That's really the question. But I'm going to take him here at 7 because I have a feeling he's not going to get to me at 15. Yeah, had some players go there. Okay, so we talked about taking you know Paris Johnson in the last mock. Obviously, not going to do that here. Uh, I have a player that I think I'm I'm locked in on, uh, and it's not receiver. So we'll we'll think about that on day two for sure. But where I want to go here is I'm going to get an edge rusher because I think you know and you never know. Preston Smith, you know, is Enigbare more than a, a three? At the position, I'm not so sure. So I'm going to take Miles Murphy here. He's still on the board at 15. PFF's got him a little bit lower on their board at 19. I can understand why. This is the, again, this is a guy with not a lot of production. There's traits. There's length. You know, size, explosion. This is a very Rashawn Gary-esque type player as well. Like, this is very much in that alleyway of player. Although I think he's not as developed rushing as as Gary is and I don't think he's near the athlete Gary is so but it's a production size play and I think he's somebody the Packers would definitely consider here so I'm going to take Murphy like I said I think when you look at strong side ends who what the Packers like they like size at the position they like strong run defenders that is Murphy and they like the the, the athletic upside to develop into more so I think that's going to be the pick for me at Murphy at 15 Boy, it, it pains me to pass on some of these good receivers, but I I had to. I, we got to change it up a little bit, and we got and we and I changed up a tackle too because I think there's there's more to be had for sure. Oh, that was one of my guys going there, fudge. Oh, one of them's still here though. That's the, he's probably going to be the first nose tackle off the board. All right, I'm going to talk about him just because I want to talk about him because I think he's going to crush the combine. As long as he crushes interviews, he might crack the first round. Uh, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, I think I've talked about him a little bit before, but I think with Mozzie Smith, you see the, the the raw power, the devastating power at the point of attack as a run defender. He gets off blocks really well. You know, I think you can ask him to play nose and he'll, he'll succeed. He's big enough to do so, but he's a really phenomenal athlete on the Feldman's freak list. Like his, his combine is going to be insanely good. So I think... He might play himself out of range for the Packers in round two. Don't be don't be um, shocked if he's a pick in the first round by the Packers. If they believe in an athletic nose like him, boy, that feels like a Packers selection that would people be like, why would they do that? And then their run defense is like insanely good. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. That's why they did that, right? So I think he, he'll be somebody I look at for sure uh, in the next mock. But for here... What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I get a tight end here. Um, and it's not. So a lot of the top guys went off. Um, 
PFF has a lot of these tight ends graded pretty highly. And I kind of, I tend to agree. I think there might be two, maybe three tight ends that I've graded higher than any of the receivers. There's a good chance that happens. I'm, I'm tweaking with the tight end grade scale though. So I got to figure out, I'm, I'm tweaking it with last year, but I want to make sure it's still relative and like it makes sense compared to the receiver grades because my receiver grades are a little more detailed. But they they had Mayer go to the Giants. Kincaid went at 32 Philly. Wow. Goddard and Kincaid would be sick. Luke Musgrave goes to the Colts. That's very weird. They have way too many tight ends already. But whatever. I think Musgrave probably still could be off the board by pick 38. So we're going to go Darnell Washington here. This isn't anything crazy. Like I fully expected to make that selection either at 38 or 45. Um, Didn't want to risk him falling further than that. I don't think he will. I think he's going to be a pretty solid tester for 6-7-270, but he's, he's the force multiplier in the run game. This is the, you know, heir apparent to Mercedes Lewis, as I believe I said in the Monday pod as well. Like, this is exactly the type of player that the Packers need to inject into their tight end room. Like, just get better. Get the red zone threat out of the way. You know, get better in the red zone. And I, I think, in general, you're going to get a guy with a catch radius, the size. He's going to hurdle people. He's going to run people over in space. But again, he's going to be the third tackle that you need, right? This is this is like almost drafting a tackle for for six man lines when you you want to get heavy in personnel and you want to run the football. He's going to help you run the football. There's just no doubt about it. So, Darnell Washington, there, pretty easy selection for me. Now, we went see we went defense with the first two picks, and that that makes me inclined to want to go offense almost the entire way going forward here receiver again i don't Ooh, oh man okay this would be the one time i get to make this selection <laughs> and i kind of want to really bad oh, i really want to make that selection man okay but i don't feel like he's gonna be here that's the thing i want to make these realistic for you guys and that's that's the importance i think with these is to make you guys feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's making this pick knowing that that guy's going to be here. But then again, I just I told you that I'm picking Kincaid at 45 in the last mock. Is he going to be there? Nah, nah, nah. But we're, we're never going to rule out anything, right? This is the NFL draft. We never never truly know if we're right or wrong. Uh, there's a lot of smoke that goes on the next couple months. Let's just do it. Um, he's ranked 68th on PFF's board. I just don't, I just don't know, man. I, I'm going to take Jalen Hyatt here. Uh, yeah, more speed at receiver. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's six foot one eighty five listed, so a little bit bigger. Um, maybe off the Packers board due to size. I don't know. That's that's the question mark, right? But I do think Jalen Hyatt. Again, more speed is better. We're gonna open a lot of stuff up underneath, right? Jalen Hyatt and and Darnell Washington. That's a heck of a combo in the second round. Like I said, he maintains the play speed throughout his breaks. He's getting in and out of them on the, on the vertical plane. Well, I think he runs a good tree on the vertical plane, runs a good post throughout down the field, you know, gets vertical. He's going to outrun a lot of guys. So post-catch work, not the best, but he has good hands. So And straight line speed post-catch is going to do something, at least for you. It's going to give you some kind of trump card when the ball's in your hand. So that's really good news. Yeah, I'm going to take him here at 45. This is probably the only time I'm going to get to do it, so... Might as well enjoy it now, everybody, before he runs, uh, you know, 4-3 or whatnot. 4-3 uh, flat, yeah, at the combine. So, Okay, so we've gone edge. We've gone safety. 
Christopher Smith went three picks before. That's good. I didn't want to make that pick again and again, so that's fine. Um, okay. Now it gets interesting here. Uh, tackle would be interesting for me. I think I'm going to look at defensive tackle, even though I saw the guy wanted go. Oh, yeah, I might have to do it here. Um, this is probably where I'm going to have to do it. Yeah, I think I'm going to, guys. Um, yeah, I could double dip at safety. That's something that I, I'm going to think about doing probably at 116. So we'll get there when we get there for sure. Here, oh, man. Yeah, I think I uh, – it's, it's tackle or defensive tackle for me, offensive or defensive tackle. There's a player here with a lot of athletic upside that I like. You know what? Let's do that because then I'm going to make the, the 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 pick that I don't think people will like next uh, next mock. So I think we're going to do that for sure. Um, I'm going to take Jalen Duncan here. Tackle out of Maryland. Another mock with a Maryland player. Also two mocks in a row with Georgia players. So, you know, we got to stay true to the Georgia to the Georgia brand. But yeah, Jalen Duncan I think gives you. Like I said I think. Great athleticism in the run game. Really quick feet, quick into the pass sets. The pass sets are controlled. He's balanced. I just think, you know, again, he's got to keep his hands a little bit higher. He gets, when he's in setting, he, he's really low with his hands. So you get those guys who are going to chop, you know, and get around him, like, with with more power and finesse type moves. But I do think, like, he showed a little bit the senior bowl about anchoring, about handling some power, to, some explosion to power. So I think there's there's plenty to work with here. The Packers love to do this. They love offensive linemen. They're probably going to leave this draft with another one. So if you're doing a mock draft, you should probably have them take somebody on the offensive line. So I, I'm going to go Duncan here. I think this is something the Packers would definitely be interested in in the middle rounds if the value presents itself. And that's ultimately what we're going to be talking about for the next couple months, right? So I like that. Jalen Duncan, you know, if you look beyond 2023, you see Zach Tom. You see maybe Yash Nyman if he's coming back. David Bakhtiari, is he coming back? I don't know. So, right, so, and, and Tom has played guard. So, th there's a lot of question marks there, I think. So, you know, we had to do it to him. We have to take one. Okay. 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 So, pick 116. I'm not doubling down at safety. I'm going to take the position that nobody wants to take because they're, they're afraid of it. It's very fair. I think it's fair to be afraid of it. Um, I'm going to take a running back. And you might think, well, why would you do that? Got to remember, uh, it would be great to have Aaron Jones back. Will we have Aaron Jones back? That is the question, isn't it? I don't know if we will. Can't bank on that. Going to have to look elsewhere here. Um so there are options for me on the board. And I think a few of these guys won't be here, so I'm going to eliminate them for sure. Uh, Zach Evans, as long as like character stuff, he's aligned. He's going to be a phenomenal athlete. I think he'll probably be off the board. I think Sean Tucker's another one at 116 who's probably going to be off the board. Home run hitting speed guy. Roshan Johnson may be off the board at this point. Uh, I think he's a little too much hammer. Um, if, if they're going to keep Dylan for the long haul, we'll see. But I think he would definitely be in play. Love him in pass pro. Extremely physical runner. But I think he mirrors Dylan too much. Okay. So those three we're going to avoid. It brings me to three players I really like. Uh, Deuce Vaughn will not be on the Packers board, I imagine. I think he's too small for it. Um, and the Packers at a running back, 
have rarely, at least drafting, gone under 200 pounds. And normally they want a little bit heftier than that even. So they're, they're normally in the five nine and a half to 5'10", 200 pound range. So Jameer Gibbs, if you're hoping for him, maybe you're not though. You're probably not hoping for running back at this point. But if you're hoping for him, you want to see him weigh 200 at the combine. That's a huge deal. Uh, I think Tucker's going to be very much a player they like. I don't a chain. I don't imagine just because I think he's going to come in sub one ninety. So that leaves me with, like I said, a few guys that I I really like. Um, one of them is is Oklahoma's Eric Gray, very sudden mover, quick twitch. You know the lateral cuts are are insane. His processing speed that that leaks into his sudden change of direction skills is awesome. Love that. Uh Israel Abaniconda for Pitt, 5'11", 215. Oh, by the way, um, what did I say? Eric Gray is, went in. He came in at the at the Senior Bowl at 5'9 and a half and 210. That's enough. Nice there. Good checked box. Abaniconda is five listed 5'11", 215. We'll see if I, I'm guessing that's maybe a little bit too high for him. So. So we'll see if he comes in at that weight uh, and height. I think it'll be more like 5'10 and a half, maybe in the 207 to 208 range. We'll see. But maybe he, is, he, he truly is 5'11, 215. We'll find out, but this is a home run hitter. He's also not even 20 and a half years old yet. By the way, his birthday is in October. Um, he'll be 21 in October. Might be the youngest player in the draft. I'm going to search that up. He's definitely the youngest running back in the draft. A little bit younger than Kendra Miller, who's also still 20. Um, and who won't turn 21 until after the draft as well. Gibbs turns 21 a little before the draft. Anyway, getting off track a little bit, but like home run hitting speed, like this is somebody who I haven't really finished up evaluating, um, for our show on, for our show next week. But from the highlights I've seen so far, like this is somebody who I think could be mirroring Aaron Jones and what they need at the position. The last of the bunch, uh, is Kenny McIntosh, who, I think is a pretty good scooter. Um, he's 5'11 and 7 eighths and 210. Came in at the Senior Bowl. Those are great numbers. I like that a lot. So that is something I think that the Packers, again, and he's a really good pass catcher too. A lot of targets in the passing game. But a, a really tough runner with some with some juice in, in between the tackles. So I think he'll definitely be on the Packers board as well. I'm going to take Abanaconda here because I think that is the player that they're missing. Uh, McIntosh is a pass catcher, though, very much, very much in consideration there. So this draft for the Packers is as follows. Once this thing finishes up here, PFF's going to calculate my grade like I care. It's just based on their board. So, um, yeah, they didn't they didn't like a lot of my picks. I really don't care. They're they're lame. Um so we took Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, Darnell Washington, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Duncan, and Israel Abaniconda. So there's the draft for you. Let's get to now another one um, where we use uh, the Jets for our trade purposes. So we're going to get that set up here. Uh, we're going to trade the Jets, see what they they would like for... For Aaron Rodgers, maybe I can maybe I can get a three from them. Let's see if I can get a three with a one, huh? Yeah, okay, I can get a three. I think. Oh no, I can get thirteen and forty-three. 
Should I do that? Yeah, let's get 13 and 43 then. Okay, if they're going to if they're going to if they're going to accept this. Oh, nice. Okay, so I did get two picks. But I'm also going to trade back here if I would like to. So this one's going to get a little crazy. Um let's start the draft. We have pick 13. I have a bad feeling I'm not getting Brian Branch at this spot. Oh no. Um no, okay, Brian Branch is here. Um Okay, sure. Sweet. Uh okay. I don't want to take him again though. Um uh, Okay, those four guys I can take. I can take those three guys. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to opt to not take him just cuz I think I don't know. I I feel like We've gotten to the point where I, I don't want to take I'm I'm trying I'm going to try my best not to take the same player over and over. So what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to take I'm going to trade back from 15 most likely here. Uh but I'm going to make this pick at 13. I don't think there's anybody who's clamoring for my pick. Oh, the Giants are from 25. Ooh, how much can I get from the Giants? What can what are we talking about here? Oh wow, I can <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, let's see. There's both players available. Giants are coming up, but they can probably, okay. They're willing to give me a one, two and a three to move up 12 spots. I think I'm going to do this. Okay. No, they're probably not going to do that. Actually. Let's, let's take their, let's take 25. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know what I'm going to get for 15. Let's make the trade now. Hopefully my guy doesn't go in the next two picks with the giants coming up. Oh, I think the giants are probably going to come up for a player. I like, so we're going to get 25. 57 and 100 you know what you know what let's let's take a live look at the the trade value chart because i don't want yeah i don't want to to completely fleece somebody where i'm like oh this this doesn't actually work let's look at the let's look at the value chart here okay green bay green bay 1050 for this pick great uh giants where are you guys 720 Okay, so you need to give me 300 in compensation value. Oh, you're already giving me that with that pick. But desperation. Yeah, I think that's, you know what? Let's do that. Let's let's get crazy. No, no, let's not get. Okay, we're going to just, because it, it, it matches up pretty cleanly with 25 and 57. So let's just do that. Okay, they accepted that. So we have now 25 and 57 as well. Okay, we got to, okay. The Giants came up for Jordan Addison. That made sense. Uh, they were going to go receiver. I, I I get that one. Okay. So we are going to take the same player, though, that I, I, I wanted to take here uh, at 15. I want to take it 13. It's going to be tackle again. We're going to go back to the well at tackle. And so, yeah, we've taken All right, yeah. So I'm going to take both. Both these guys are on the board. I don't think Skaronsky is going to be here at 15. He might be. I also don't know if the Packers are going to like him with the arm length. I'm going to take Broderick Jones here at 15. I think when you look at, he's going to probably be one of those guys who who comes out and just crushes the combine. Oh my gosh, this player's here at 25. We love to see it. Okay. Um, oh, but I want to take, yeah. Well, no, I can take, yeah, I can go that route there. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about Broderick Jones. Sorry, I'm like, mind is racing with all these selections that I have. Um so Broderick Jones I think of the combine is going to test phenomenally by the way. He is a tremendous athlete at tackle, tremendous. Maybe a good enough athlete that might just push him into the top 10. Um like say the Falcons, right? And I'm not trying to get off track here we're doing a Packers mock, but say the Falcons. You know, they lose Caleb McGarry, Broderick Jones if they're not going to take it an edge rusher. New York Jets, maybe. Patriots, probably. 
uh, take Broderick Jones. They didn't hear. They took Brian Branch right in front of me, but I wasn't going to take Branch in this mock. So, yeah, Broderick Jones, like a really good space blocker. You know, he's going to get out when you run these tunnel screens. He's going to go out and just absolutely just cream a freaking linebacker or corner or safety. Like, he'll get out there and just run him over. Um, he's he's a mauler in the run game, finisher's mentality, but I think he can reach block too, and that's where you get him in zone a little bit, give him a second level, you know, let him combo and climb. Like there's there's a lot of you gonna do with him. His athleticism helps him out a ton recovering when he gets a little bit out of position as a pass rusher. There's a good rep against uh, I think JT Tumalowau um from Ohio State in the in the uh semifinal game where Tumalowau wins an inside spin on him. And just the ability to shuffle and recover with insane change of direction and just lateral quicks. Like, I don't know how he recovered. It was, it was really phenomenal. So that athleticism is going to help him. Play strength is maybe a little bit of an issue. He struggles to anchor. You don't see a lot of ankle flexion with him. As a pass protector, I think he can get a little bit wonky with his balance when you see, like, just... You can he he kind of dips his shoulder one way or the other, and the other thing is his hands are really wide, so he's kind of just relying on athleticism and just the raw power that he uses in the run game to kind of save him. Not he doesn't really necessarily drop anchor, but he's using what he can uh, to save him and overwhelm guys when he kind of gets out of position and the hands get wide. Needs to work on resetting those hands a little bit better. So you're looking at me like, why the heck did you just take this guy at 15? He's a project. Yeah, but the Packers might not need to start him. And they start him a year later. Like, this is what the Packers do. Right? We traded Rodgers. This is not like, oh, hey, we have Jordan Love. We're contending this year, by the way. I know the NFC's weak, but we need to build this team out, right? We picked up Jordan Love's option. Right? We're gonna we're gonna pay him in two years if we get a you no, know, you know, we'll, we'll see what we got, right? Or even we didn't pick up the option, we need to see, you know, value-wise, we already have tackles, but we need to plan for the future as well. We're gonna get back to being proactive. So we took Broderick Jones. Okay. Now I can take whoever I want. <laughs> I had picked 25. Ah, gosh. Yeah, okay. So I have a plan in place here. And I think I'm going to do that. Basically all of it. All right. I'm going to do what I think the pack. I, I want to take, guys, I want to take Jackson Smith and Jigba so bad. Right here at 25. Um. It, it 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 like physically hurts to not take him at this spot. I'm struggling really hard with this, but I think this is something the Packers might just say, yeah, we like JSM, but like we don't like him that much where we have to have him. Luke Musgrave, on the other hand, I think we got to have him. Uh, so we're going to take Musgrave, um, or we're going to take Mayer. Ah, Mayer. Mayer's two on the nose. Mayer's two on the nose. We're going to go off book a little bit. We're okay. So... Obviously, with 25, we still have 43, 45, 57, right? We got 43 from the Jets, and we got 57 from the Giants. We are loaded with picks here, okay? We're going to have five more picks after this pick. I'm going to take Luke Musgrave here. Height, weight, speed at tight end. Let's get let's get another Jermichael Finley in the building, okay? That's what I want to see for, for this team. I think when you look at him clocking over 20 miles per hour in the Zebra technology tracking software down at the Senior Bowl, you see why NFL teams are like, yeah, you know, first round, maybe, maybe, because he's just, he's, he's that good. He's, he's got the size. He's got the hands. You know, I think he's good at finding space and zone. But again, up the seam, running corner routes, running post routes, even. You're going to flex him out wide. You're going to let him win in the red zone. Give you a lot of options. Let me tell you, it gives you a lot of options. Okay. So, P. 
PFF loves me, man. I take such such valuable positions to them. Okay, and I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again at pick 45, pick 43. What 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 will the Falcons take that I want to take from them? That's what I want to know. What should I take here? 43. Ooh, I could do that. I could do that, but I'm not gonna do that. Hmm. I could do that as well. I think I should because I'm going to take that and that and I need one of those. Okay. So I didn't take receiver. With the same guys, Booty and Hyatt on the board, I'm not going to take receiver here. Um, I'm going to let, let the other picks come to me, but I'm going to do the thing that we talked about a little bit. Taking a nose tackle that I think actually like is a big upgrade from uh, from TJ Slayton. I'm going to make sure I secure him here. I'm going to take Siaki Ika from Baylor. So Falcons took Ojolari. I wasn't looking at him, so that's fine. So Siaki Ika, right, is just a phenomenally strong, like insanely talented anchor on a defensive line that's just like doubles aren't even going to move him. He's just that big. He's going to be able to take on two and two gap and do whatever he needs to do as a run defender. He gets off blocks. He's just heavy hands, right? Like he he's really the full package when you look at run defend, eating space, you know, freeing guys up to make plays on their own in the run game. Like he's going to do that for you for sure, right? On top of that, he's got pretty darn good quicks and explosiveness with his first step. You know, he can fling in a spin move for a guy who is 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 just ginormous. What's he listed as? Quickly, quickly, quickly listed as. Show me a number. 6'4", 358. Okay, he flips in the spin move. Okay, he can win with the rip. He can win with the arm over, club move. He's quick. He can close. He's a dangerous pass rusher on top of being an elite run defender. Siaki Ika. Not positional value, but in the second round, like, oh my gosh. Pick 43, we are living. We have a defensive. When we are in the five-man fronts now, when Gary gets back, we're going to have Gary, we're going to have Clark, we're going to have Ika, we're going to have Wyatt, and we're going to have Preston Smith. Come on. Come on. We love that for us. We absolutely love it. Okay? So that's really great. Uh, we, We really dig that. So let's do something else then at pick 45. What do we want to do here? Well, I already said I'm not going to do receiver. I feel like Musgrave is really like giving you what you need. Um, I'm not going to take running back here either. I think I have my pick of anybody but, yeah, of anybody but Bijan. So I could take Gibbs here if I wanted to. <sighs> oh, man, that's dangerous, man. That is dangerous. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to reach in PFF's opinion, but I think this is a guy who's going to be on the Packers board for sure. This is going to be a PFF reach. It's going to be a grade of like an F. Don't really care. I'm going to take uh, Isaiah Foskey here from Notre Dame. Edge rusher, right? I took tackle. Yeah, okay. Edge rusher, I think for for me, what Foskey really does well is you, you see what a tremendous athlete he is. And like Notre Dame in 2021 had him playing off the ball. Like that's how athletic he is. For like oh oh he he measured too so I gotta I, I want to get the full results here for him he did measure so you're getting you're getting a good look at like a player the Packers would definitely draft six four and seven ace two sixty two 
Uh, 33 and three quarter arm length. That's pretty solid. It's not 34 quite, but it's enough length. And I think when you look at like how stout of a run defender he is, sitting and leveraging, holding the point of attack, setting a strong edge, you see that type of player, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's what that's what we. Oh, I picked 57. That's right. Um, so yeah, we we like that type of player in Green Bay for sure. That's edge setting type with explosiveness. He's got a great cross chop move. He can get to a spin. He could he can really be a good inside move guy too as a rusher if he he gets to that point like he can dip and and bend around the edge a little bit like I said tremendous athlete like Notre Dame had this guy playing off the ball for a reason he's really good really explosive really good changing direction like just unlock him a little bit more as a pass rusher that sound familiar at all like that's a group that's a player we've got to have got to take him got to take him at forty five probably could have taken him at fifty seven but we don't we don't settle around here um yeah took a tight end. Okay, yeah, I, I this is pretty locked in. I forgot I, I forgot I had three more picks. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot fifty seven is, is a Packers selection here. Ooh, it makes me want to take a running back. <laughs> uh no. We're gonna settle for running back a little bit later. I I want to take a safety here, a safety that we have not taken yet as well. Um it came down to a couple for me. I, I think uh, I think Jamie Robinson's very intriguing here. This guy didn't measure right. No, he... Oh, oh, oh. He did, but not height? We have these other measurements? Okay, hold on. Okay. So, Jamie Robinson came in at 5'10 and 3 quarters, 194, 5'10, 213. Yeah, I'm going to lean here. Um, I, Jordan Battle, I think, is very much in play here for the Packers. Just, just going through stuff here but i'm gonna I'm gonna take Sidney brown from illinois as a safety i i really like this selection and and the illinois homerism is actually not even coming through here i just think he's a really strong player at the safety position i think he's he's quick to react and close uh made some really nice plays at the senior bowl dude is a physical tackler physical machine at the bo- in the box at the line of scrimmage but he's also got some pretty good range he's gonna run pretty well i think so like overall, like this is a player that, yeah, I would trust on the roof. I would trust to fill the alleyway. Like I, deep half, yeah, absolutely. In quarter, quarter half, yeah, I think he's got he's smart and he's got the responsibilities down in zone coverage. Like I, I, I trust that for sure with a player like that. Who man? Okay, okay. So I'm not gonna go receiver at 78. Uh, I know what receiver I want to talk about. It's going to be a giant, giant reach, according to PFF. Well, unless I get one of those guys. But I want to talk about him at, at 116 because I think he's going to be potentially on the board. But I want to, I want to select a running back here. I'm going to take Tajay Spears. Wait, did he weigh? Did we weigh heavy enough? I, I guess I should should know that coming in. Tajay Spears. Oh boy, he is a little smaller than I thought. Okay. Um. All right. Let's pivot. Let's make. <laughs> I need to pivot. Uh. Okay. Let's look at other guys. Other guys. Other guys. Yeah. Sean Tucker's probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna take Sean Tucker from Syracuse. Uh. He's probably gonna be a Packers type at running back. Like I said, he's he's big enough, strong enough, and and, and has the home run speed. Actually, a really good receiver on the backfield as well. A lot of targets. A lot of catches in college. Spears might be just a little bit too small for them, maybe. But I still think you know they'll they'll consider him if they believe he's that talented, which I think they do. 
Uh, but I, I like Sean Tucker there. I think the Packers are a team that's going to be interested, especially, again, like I said, if Aaron Jones is a no-go, oh, wow, both those receivers left. Okay. Um, then I think, you know, we're going to be looking at players like like Sean Tucker a lot, Zach Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, right? A lot of these guys at running back. There's, it's going to be a need. We're going to have to look at it. Okay. So, mm, not a lot of great players at receiver available. I'm going to I'm definitely going to take this player um that I'm that I'm highlighting. You can't see this, obviously, but I want to talk about somebody really quick cuz we didn't talk about him at all yet. I want to talk about Charlie Jones from Purdue. I think this is the player if the Packers are like, "All right, we need a slot though. We need a guy who's going to get his hands dirty, who's going to block." Like I think they're going to like Charlie Jones a lot. Productive, good stacker, strong hands, you know, not as not as fast, but like a pretty good strider to stack and win downfield. Like the production was insane at Purdue this past year. He had like he had like over a hundred catches. He had like, you know, 1,300 yards, potentially double digit touchdowns. Maybe I should look that up. Should I look that up? Or we're talking about Charlie Jones. Like, he goes from Iowa to Purdue. And, like, we know Iowa. They stink on offense. They don't care about yards. They don't care about offense at all. They just care about, you know, can our defense get a pick six? If yes, win. Um, Yeah, okay. 110 catches, 1,361 yards, 12 touchdowns for Charlie Jones. Insane production. So, I think, and, and a good blocker, right, strong possession receiver. Like, this is another guy who can move the chains for the Packers, and you like that a lot. Like, probably a player they like, I think. So, how big is he? Um, let me see. Let's find out how big. Charlie Jones, six foot one eighty eight is what he's listed. So maybe, so maybe, I'm gonna take the guy who I think they'll like though for sure. That is Xavier Hutchinson here. That's who we're gonna take at pick one sixteen, the last pick of these Packers mocks here. So we're gonna take Xavier Hutchinson, who again great, a really low drop rate in college. You know, has spectacular catches on film. You know, I think a really strong release package. I think it's really a lot of no-nonsense with his releases. I, I, It's very much a split release and go or a one-step release called a quick release, it, according to Cooper Cup. Like, he talks about that a little bit. Oh, wow, I did not get good grades for any selections here. Don't care, PFF. Um, anyway, so, like, that, that for me, I think Hutchinson can win the slant route really well. He's a good got some good straight line speed to him, like going to make the acrobatic catches, expand the target zone for, for Jordan Love and make some tough plays for him. And I think he's going to block his butt off as well. So uh, another guy I think is a great fit. So, yeah, we, we this mock, we took Broderick Jones, Luke Musgrave, Siaki Ika, Isaiah Foskey, Sidney Brown, Sean Tucker, and Xavier Hutchinson in just four rounds, getting 25 and 57 for 13 and getting 13 and 43 for Aaron Rodgers. So we did a lot of trading there. We picked a lot of players, a lot of swings. That's what we want to see. So there you go. That's the show. Those are three mock drafts. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Mason and I will be back Monday. We're going to be fixing a couple teams. Uh, one of those teams Packers fans don't like at all. So um, I don't know. Maybe tune into half the show. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about other teams as well and just prospects. I'm sure uh, we get a little carried away sometimes, but it's a good thing. So we'll be doing that for sure. I I almost guarantee it. Uh, but then next Friday will be the running back show. And then we're going to, again, keep chugging through positions. Mock drafts will be available. You know, we'll be talking team fits and a lot of different things. So the two-a-week stuff, hope you guys are, are enjoying it. As always, uh, you can follow me at JGML Draft on Twitter. Follow me on YouTube, Substack, you know, all the writing stuff. It's, it's, it's all there. Everything else besides the Twitter is there. So 
Thank you guys. Enjoy your Friday. I will, we will catch you guys very soon.